Hello, beautiful humans, and welcome to the fourth episode of Let's Grow Girls. I'm Amanda, and I am your podcast host, and today we will be talking about diet culture. Now, I wanted to issue a brief trigger warning uh, because there is talk of diet culture, which could spark ED triggers, especially if you are very deep in that or uh, very early on in your recovery. Um, But I will do my very best to not make any really major triggers or any triggers at all as I know what um, ED triggers are because, of course, I've had one and... Um, I really know what offset me. So there'll be no talk of numbers. No talk of numbers. But absolutely click away if you think that you're at a place that this would not be great for. But um, this really is anti-eating disorder talk and anti-diet talk. Uh, So I really hope you can stay because I think this is really informative about how toxic diet culture is. So welcome and enjoy. Anyways, now that we got that out of the way, I hope you are doing well. And today we are going to start out like how we do for all of our episodes with affirmations relating to today's episode. I get all these affirmations from the I Am app, which I will never shut up about. I'm obsessed with it. I do their little monthly subscription and it's like $1.99 a month, I believe. Um, And it's absolutely worth it for me, at least, because it's constant affirmations like every hour, hour and a half. Um, reminding me that I am just so worthy and loved. Um, Yeah, so let's just get started. We're going to start out with, I am proud of what my body can do. You have to be proud of what your body can do or you cannot be proud of others. You have to feel that feeling yourself or you'll honestly just feel jealousy in regards to others. Uh, Yeah, So definitely, I am proud of what my body can do. Say that back to yourself. Say it out loud. Or say it in your head if you're in public. Or don't. Because YOLO. Say it out in public. I don't care. Alright. Next is, I am at my happiest when I take care of my body. Now, bad diets are not taking care of your body. So, I really don't think that you can be at your happiest when you're on a diet. I really don't think so. Now, there's always exceptions to everything ever, but I just truly think you can't be happy if you're on a diet. I'm sorry, especially fad ones, especially fad diets. Anyways, I'm happiest when I take care of my body. Next, I'm able to love myself regardless of how I look. Now, this is an affirmation I'm constantly working on because I don't always. I am not able to love myself regardless how I look yet, but I am in a practice of if I say something enough times, I'll start to believe it, and I feel like that is a very fair and accurate practice, and I think everyone should get into it. Everyone should be saying these affirmations, and then one day you'll just start to believe it because you've said it so much, you've made that who you are, that you now just fall into that mindset. All right, next. I am grateful for what my body is capable of doing. Now, with fad diets, often it's more just so focusing on what you hate about yourself and trying to lose weight because you think it's going to solve all your problems and take away, like, your self-hatred. But what isn't realized is that you need to be grateful for what your body can do at this given moment. 
maybe look at yourself and you're like, oh my god, like, I have all these extra pounds on me, like, I need to lose them, all this stuff, but look at what your body can do at this weight, look at what your body can do right now, because you are never gonna get this version of you back, now, maybe it's not your most optimal version, and maybe you're trying to better yourself, but there's so many amazing things that your body can do right now in this moment, and you should be grateful for being able to do that, right now, you can go on walks, or exercise, or lift weights, stuff like that, and we need to be grateful to have these moments and be in our youth uh, because one day we won't be able to do that. So I think we should just be grateful for no matter how, what our body looks like, we should be grateful for what we can do because someday we might not be able to do that. All right, finally, I love my body as it is today. We do not need to change our bodies especially not to please others and let alone ourselves. We do not need to change it. I love my body as it is today. I challenge you to say that out loud right now. I love my body as it is today because you should. You should love your body as it is today. And believe me, I have been struggling with my body image the past couple of days, but I need to challenge myself and get out of that mindset and truly just love myself as I am today because I am perfect as I am right now. I'm always growing. I'm always evolving, but where I am right now is how I should be. It's part of my journey. All right. We are going to start talking about diet culture now. My thoughts on diet culture is that diet culture never leads to anything good. So my question is, why do we contribute to it so much? I mean, okay. We're going to start out with a little statistic, excuse me. <laughs> the diet industry market has profited $3.8 billion a year as of 2022. Um, that is the current statistic. I got that from the internet, and I feel like it was a trustworthy source. Um, but yes, diet, the diet industry collects billions each year um, from kind of stealing our happiness they are absolutely kind of just abusing the fact that they can be impressionable and there's magazines and there's skinny models and all this stuff and that's everywhere so they kind of take advantage of the vulnerability of women and men and all people regardless of gender Diet culture teaches impressionable children from a young age that they should be thin and that they should be constantly worried about losing weight. From magazines lining checkout lines at grocery stores, watching mainly moms but often dads dieting as well, leaves children, including me, it's kind of how I was raised, thinking that I should be eating quote-unquote healthy and be worried about my weight, even at seven or eight years old. I was worried about my... By, about my figure, about my weight when I was seven and eight years old. And clearly I still am to this day. And it's just so sad that over two thirds of my life, I've been worried about that. That is so sad. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm 17. So maybe the math isn't mathing, but still. So good, massive portion of my life. Anyways, what gets me about diets is that they don't work. Yet people continue to pour all of their time, money, and life into them, thinking that they are going to be the exception. They rarely are. And if they are the quote-unquote exception, 
they still typically end up regaining all the weight after and developing an even worse relationship with food than they had before. Another another thought, another part of diet culture is just just because someone is in a larger body doesn't mean that they aren't healthy. Look at Lizzo. She eats amazing and is very balanced. She's in fantastic shape, yet she is still fat-shamed, called unhealthy because she's in a larger body. Meanwhile, there are people who are malnourished, extremely thin, and barely living that are close to organ failure, but are praised for being healthy, yet are so close to dying and are highly, highly unhealthy. Again, I saw Lizzo live. I love Lizzo so much. That woman is in incredible shape. Now, yes, she is in a larger body. But honestly, she's probably healthier than at least like half the people that ridicule her. Just because she doesn't have six-pack abs or a super toned-up body does not mean that she's healthy. I mean, I've seen what she eats in a day. It is incredibly plant-based. Like, she is eating food that nourishes her body and, of course, her soul, too. She'll be eating stuff that might, like, be, like, pizza and stuff like that. Plant-based, of course, because she's vegan. Um, but, yeah, she'll be doing that, too. But that's because that's what makes her happy. But she is making sure to fuel her body with food that will keep her body healthy and going. And then her stamina, her exercise and strength ability is incredible. I mean... I was doing a Peloton ride today, and she was actually at the attendance of the Peloton ride. It was super cool. Um, I mean, obviously, I wasn't there, like, in person. This was months ago when her album released, but she was literally singing live while doing this crazy hard Peloton ride. She is incredible. She has so much stamina. She is on stage dancing, twerking, singing, playing the flute, and yet she's in a larger body. So why do we think that... Health doesn't come at every size because it clearly, clearly does. She is healthy and she is taking care of herself. Anyways, we're going to talk about um, kind of a few things about diet culture that kind of make me mad. I know I know, I already talked about one thing, uh, but now we're going to kind of focus on actual diets and um, how awful they are. Great. Sounds good. Let's hop into that. <laughs> All right, um, for, <coughs> excuse me, totally just coughed there, choking on my own breath. Anyways, I'm going to talk about the keto diet. We don't know the long-term effects of doing keto. Keto is when you mainly eat meat and fats and you don't have carbs, like barely any carbs. And carbs are the easiest and most efficient source of energy that our body uses to power itself. I mean, carbs are energy. While, yes, you can get energy from protein and fats and it can transform into using it as a good energy, this is not sustainable. This cannot be good for you. <laughs> I mean, yes, I'm not a doctor. I, I can't scientifically give exact reasons why keto is, is bad for you. But, I mean, our body needs carbohydrates. Carbohydrates are in fruit. People who do keto rarely eat fruit because there's too much sugar which is too much carbs and i'm like yo there's like vitamins like vitamin c like immunity your body needs immunity your body needs that fiber and they're not getting that with keto like wow 
In addition to that, with keto, if you ever decide to get off of it, you're going to gain all the weight right back because it's not a sustainable diet. There's nothing sustainable about diets. You can't keep this up for your entire life. So you're putting in all this work in hopes to lose all this weight and you're and you're so physically and mentally drained because diets suck and then yet eventually after you get all the weight off and you're like great well maybe I can kind of go back to normal life now you gain it all right back and it is just a cycle over and over a roller coaster because you can't win when you diet you just can't win and that is why I'm so passionate about this because it's either you starve yourself forever or you don't diet and you Just work on living a balanced life. And if you're in a larger body, embrace it. If you are taking care of your body, if you are exercising and eating what nourishes your body, your mind, your soul, that is health. If you're happy, that is health. I have a friend in ninth grade. Ninth grade! She's 14, maybe 13, can't remember. I think she's 14. And she's keto. And it is taking over her life this diet is more than a diet it is disordered eating she is all consumed with being keto she has made it her whole personality this isn't okay when she when i hang out with her when i when i see her somehow it has to be brought up and it breaks my heart most people i know who do keto make it their whole personality It is so sad. It's honestly probably because their brains are deprived of one of the three most important nutrients that your body needs to survive. It is so sad that diet culture is reaching people, girls, guys, non-binary friends, anyone of such a young age. Like, she is in ninth grade. She doesn't, she doesn't deserve this. Yet, she thinks this is how she's supposed to live because this is all we see. This is all we see is diet culture and this is why we need to stop. Another, another little anecdote. My ex-boyfriend's mom was on some crazy diet that makes you buy all of their own food and probably doesn't keep the weight off as soon as you go off the diet. I mean, as soon as you stop eating their magic food, like, you're gonna gain all the weight back. But how do you just stay eating this awful, magic-packed, like, magically packaged food for every meal for the rest of your life? You don't. She's probably gonna gain it all back as soon as she gets off, to be honest. She never ate with the family and was pretty ostracized from the gatherings as my ex-boyfriend was Italian and food is a major part of their community and culture. I mean, we, we all mainly know that. And when I would do things with their family, it was always, um, I, there was always a big food event and she always had her own little packaged up meals that were really weird and very boring and she just wasn't a part of the community that that was this big family gathering (laughs) it was really uncomfortable for me to watch and my boyfriend was also obsessed with her diet which makes me think that she talked about it quite often and which probably consumed her life 
it was honestly it was honestly motivating for me to continue to recover when I was around her because it just made me feel sad for people who die because they are probably not very happy and are always missing out on great life moments and valuable family time. I mean, somehow it was in a conversation at least once a week he brought it up that his mom was on a diet and that she is so happy to be on a diet. What? No! The fact that he brought that up so frequently means that she talked about it all the time. Like, what? There was no happiness in that. No! She's lying to herself. She's seeing her body change, the scale drop. But what about what about the family memories? What about that valuable time with her son that she doesn't get back because he's at college now? You know? I mean, he's my ex-boyfriend, so I don't really care that much about him anymore. But it makes me sad for her. You know? Another major, major thought. I was doing some self-reflecting about this today. And I, and I kind of just wrote out my thoughts. And I don't know if these will be disorganized thoughts. But it's a major part of my life. And what's kind of led me to my interesting relationship with food. So I should say, all right, people who preach clean eating are honestly promoting orthorexia. Orthorexia is an eating disorder that is characterized by extreme clean eating. My mom, while not formally diagnosed, has realized that she has struggled with extreme clean eating, orthorexia, and possibly anorexia throughout my entire life, at least 16 17 years of it i'm 17 years old so it's been a long time uh i'd say 16 because the past year she's been kind of recovering so i'll say 16 anyways she mainly did diets and three-day cleanses which consisted of her drinking detox detox teas and only eating vegetables for three days straight Detox teas do not work, by the way. Uh, That is what your liver and your organs are for. Detox teas do nothing. Yeah, sorry, they don't. (laughs) Your body kind of detoxes itself. So, detox teas only really make you poop. (laughs) So, they don't work. So, don't waste your money on them. Drink tea or a beverage that makes you happy. It doesn't taste, like, awful. So... She would also do beach body workouts at least two times a day, my mom. And a lot of my mo- memories of my mom growing up involve her working out in the living room. Really, it's kind of sad, honestly. Anyways, I remember it'd be such a treat to get to go out for dinner, ice cream as a whole family instead of just with my dad and sister because my mom would always stay back at home with a- an excuse of needing to clean. Really, that cleaning meant is having a clean eating dinner. And she wouldn't actually stay home and clean. She would just have her little salad or whatever. And instead of making memories with the family, diet culture takes away family bonding and happiness from plenty of moms and dads and deprives children of getting to make happy memories surrounding food that involve their whole family. I'm absolutely heartbroken for all the families out there that are destroyed by diet culture. And I mourn for the kids like me that have ended up having a poor relationship with food as a result. But we must break this cycle. 
This upcoming generation needs to break habits that have been forming for generations of moms starving themselves. Seriously. And dads too. Don't forget dads. But it's mainly pictured in media, moms. Kind of starving themselves. It's almost like a, a, a little stereotype. Like, oh, the rich mom who starves herself. And then her kids, and she puts the pressure on. What? How is this accepted? How is this accepted? This, this disordered eating patterns of dieting. These habits and expectations get passed down to their children. Daughters and sons. Don't forget about the sons. Because they get it too. As I have recovered from my ED, so has my mom. And life has been so great. She never really realized how awful her diet life had been until I got hospitalized and the doctors were like, you need to remove all of the diet food from her house. And the entire cabinet was purged (laughs) because we had so much diet food. We literally had little food left because of all the diet food that we had. And that's kind of what motivated my mom to realize, oh my God, I've ruined my life with food. So getting hospitalized honestly saved my life, but it saved my mom's life too. Now we can do family dinners and ice cream trips that my mom doesn't get a salad had and we can split fries and we'll get a big waffle cone loaded with tons of ice cream and sprinkles and all the things and we can bond over that together. And I love my ice cream trips with my dad, but I'm really happy that my mom can join too. All of this to say is don't do the diet. Don't do the diet. I beg, please, I plead, don't do it. It's not worth it. Again, you can find health at any size. Again, look at Lizzo. She is incredible. And she is seen as fat. And she is seen as, she needs to go on a diet. She needs to lose weight. Yeah, she's fat, but she's a queen and she's healthy. She owns that. She is a thick, beautiful queen. She is perfect, in my eyes, at least. Maybe I have a little bit of bias. But yeah, fat does not equal unhealthy. And underweight and skinny does not mean healthy. Health is found at any size as long as you eat food that can nourish your body and brain, give you your vitamins and support your bone and muscle growth, and you can eat foods that make you happy and nourish you at the same time. You can eat that pizza, but you can eat that salad too. Do what makes you happy and makes you feel good in whatever moment. If you're at a social gathering, eat what everyone else is eating. Eat that cake. Eat that pizza. And then at home, if you want to eat a salad, great, eat a salad. Do whatever you need to feel good and happy with life. Movement is absolutely great and should happen at least a few days a week, a few times a week, but it shouldn't be an overexertion either. I mean, I saw my mom abuse exercise for years on years and years. That must have made her miserable. I don't remember her taking rest days. That cannot be good for your body. And that comes right along with diet culture. Don't overexert yourself. Because how is your body supposed to grow? If you you overexert yourself and don't take rest times. 
do mindful movements such as going on walks, maybe doing a little bit of weightlifting, maybe doing a Pilates class, yoga, all great ways to move. A diet doesn't work as you gain the weight back as soon as you stop the fad. A diet makes you unhappy. Seriously, you miss out on key moments that you won't get back. And it teaches those around you that these extreme weight loss habits should be a part of their lives as well. Thank you so, 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 so much for listening. And I love you all so much. Um, I'm so grateful. This morning I got a little email and it was like, you have 25 downloads. Now, to most people, it doesn't sound like a big deal. Because, like, on apps like TikTok, it's like, okay, 25 people viewed your video. That's nothing. But I have 25 downloads. Like, that means people actually took the time to at least download my pod. Like, take a little bit of a listen, even if it's a minute. Podcast is a lot different than just scrolling, you know? And that means so much to me. It means the world, honestly. I, w- I was so happy when I saw that email. And, yes, that comes from three episodes, but I don't care. I just love doing this and it makes me happy to know that I could maybe just help someone even just the littlest bit. I love you so much. And F diet culture. All right. Bye. The end.